Welcome to the Last Resort Podcast. Today we've got me, John, and Lily. Hello, hello. Hello. Just a small trio compared to last time when we had like eight people yeah. here. So they couldn't know. they couldn't handle the smoke. Yeah. If you can't hear John's always just No, I meant like the political vape. smoke. Oh that okay. political yeah. in your faceness that this podcast offers. The yeah. real truth. The real truth? Yeah, like John's a conservative. I have John's some conservative views. You do but not. I may not be labeled I think a conservative. Two, two people were revealed last week. Dylan for being a troll. Mm-hmm. Which my new nickname for him is going to be Authoritarian Spider-Man. <laughs> the opposite of what he thought he told us he was. <laughs> and John the Progressive. <laughs> well, you notice how you're the only one who laughed? Well, Lily's <laughs> drinking water. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so we've got a few things we can talk about. Uh, Texas, Afghanistan, Joe Rogan, COVID restrictions. Fuck Texas. Joe Biden just announced all those COVID restrictions and mandates. Yeah. Is it really going to be mandated for government workers? I do believe that is. The well, if we want to talk about that, for, so no, not government workers. Any business with over 100 employees. Oh, really? The employees either have to be vaccinated or they have to be tested once a week. See, I thought, so I think it's, is it government now has to be vaccinated and people with over 100 employees have the option? Because right now I'm pretty sure uh, government, you have the option to get tested weekly and then not take it. But I thought I saw something that said that if you were a government official, you have to get vaccinated. Yeah, and then there's also, well, I don't know if that's... If, yeah, if they, like, went further with it, with federal officials or federal employees. But then I think they also, the other thing they did that's really important is that they put stricter restrictions. I don't know if it's, if it's you have, I think you have to be vaccinated if you work at any kind of healthcare facility. Yeah. Which they're able to do that, even though it's not a government facility, because since they, um, like, through Medicare and Medicaid, they can almost tell them to do whatever they want. Yeah. Because... They're like one of the sole purchasers for like so many of their services. They can say, well, we're not going to um, pay for Medicare or Medicaid at your facility if you don't follow our rules. So I they mean, can basically tell them whatever they want. I'd be surprised if they didn't, they weren't vaccinated. But they don't have to be. I mean, I mean, I mean I'm sure most of them are. Depending on how they have to be. I mean, depending but, on like the sources that you look at or you find on your social media, there's a lot of backlash with like nurses. Who are like losing their jobs because they're refusing to get vaccinated? That's so weird. But I, yeah, and like I got in a bunch of arguments on Facebook this week, and the biggest thing that they do is they cite these quack doctors, like Doctor mm-hmm. Tenpenny, who said that you become magnetic if you take the vaccine, and they're like, these people are doctors. How can you argue against a doctor? They have a PhD. They're way smarter than you, which is just an authority, like an appeal to authority, like saying you can't be right over them because they are smarter than you and they have this degree. But it's like, obviously, so, so I mean, there are quack doctors who won't do it or like nurses, like you said, that won't get vaccinated. And like my aunt is at a nursing home and there was an employee that had COVID there. So it might've been like a big breakout. Yeah. And the nurses there, my mom heard them like bitching about like, yeah, some of them just don't fucking take it seriously. Yeah. And like how it's basically, they just, especially like a small rural town, it's like, it doesn't matter if you're a nurse or you're a doctor, you still might not take it seriously. You still might fall for the QAnon bullshit, you know? Yeah. Well, no. Sorry, go ahead. Um, I, I don't see how they, like, they're working with people who are very ill. Your aunt is very ill, and her getting COVID could kill her. So if you were the one that was sick with COVID at that facility... And then she got COVID and died. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you feel like you just killed her? So that, yeah, that gets into the argument of like, what's actually going on with these people? You know, that are they a, like a malpractice suit of some sort? Like you knowingly had COVID? Well, if you knowingly had it, but God. they're not knowingly having it. Are, are, if you have it, you have to stay home. But they're gotcha. just not taking the precautions and then passing it on before there's evidence of them actually having it. Right. Which is the problem because like a lot of nurses are young, like young people, young women. Mm-hmm. They might not know that they have it right away and they could be passing it on. But it's like, is it just political? Is it just like 
That's why I'm reading that book, The Road to Jonestown, because I want to understand, like, how do cults form, you know? Yeah. And it's like, there's this cult around Donald Trump that's even out of Donald Trump's hand. He was at a rally the other week, like a few weeks ago, and he said, uh, I recommend you get vaccinated. And yeah, it's crowd booed him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he, he said, you have your uh, freedoms, but I got it. That was the video I showed Lily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he said, yeah. I, you have your freedoms as like a way to kind of die, like, yeah. go back because still he got, got booed and yeah, he doesn't want to get booed. booed. Yeah. Hitler never got booed. He's probably like, oh, fuck. I'm, yeah. Hitler's rolling over in his grave right now. Well, that's another thing, too, is like, it's, it's so crazy. One, uh, this is a, two, a two-parter. One, like, what was it? Five years ago, Republicans were at arms when that bakery got in trouble because they wouldn't bake a gay cake. And they're yeah. like, government has to stay out of small business. Private business oh, can do whatever yeah. the fuck they want. And now small businesses are like, okay, got to prove that you're vaccinated. And now it's they're at arms. You can't fucking do this. That's yeah. out of this. Yeah, that's against my rights. I'm like, mm-hmm. so exactly what you want, private businesses the being able market. to enforce whatever they want mm-hmm. with, you know, because it, whether it's government, through the government or CDC saying, it's, it, it would be uh, good for you to do it, but we're not enforcing it. And But, you know, morally speaking, some people are like, well, of course, yeah, we'd want to make sure we protect our workers. And now it's yeah, just like, asinine how upset people are getting. But that, yeah, that's not even just the mandates that companies put on their workers, but also the people that come into their stores. Yeah. It's like they, so you think a bakery shouldn't have to bake a cake for, like, they can openly discriminate against homosexuals. Mm-hmm. But they can't tell you to wear a mask. Yeah. And there's like, you know, that Costco Kevin guy that I like right at the beginning of the pandemic, he was like the one of the first viral videos to like freak out on a employee at Costco. I and might have seen There was it. this interview I listened to the other day and he's like, well, the guy was like, do you have problems with like no shirt, no shoes? And he's like, no, because I don't wear a shirt. I get sunburnt. If I don't wear shoes, my feet hurt. And it's like, so those are fine. And it's Don't like, yeah, but that's not, yeah. that's not consistent Just with like, people can't accept, like, yeah, they cannot do reason. anything that benefits somebody else. If it, if it's good for them, then they'll do it. Well, but if it's yeah. good for other people, then they won't do it. But it also it's self-centered, like plays into it is like, I mean, they put Trump on such a high pedestal and he got vaccinated. And then I'm assuming he was vaccinated before he had COVID. Uh, who trump well when did he well because no. he had to because the vaccine came out in like last spring yeah and he, the, like him and joe biden would have been one of the first ones yeah but no i remember him getting covid before his vaccine did he see i don't know it might have been fuck i don't remember you'd think that he probably didn't get the vaccine because that would have been a big issue like oh he got the vaccine and he yeah. still got sick but here's and the thing that though, wasn't a narrative but, but it also pushes why you should get it he got the vaccine and he had covid for what three days and survived and he was well within the uh demographic demographic to yeah. not survive right but he also had like the best health care in the country yeah. in the world but i i mean i have to imagine that because i don't think i personally have known anyone who got the vaccine who has gotten covid yet but i've known like my my stepdad just got it um and he said for like the first four days it was the fucking worst experience of his life got covid he, yeah without the vaccine yes because he, he can't get the vaccine because of shellfish that's in it because he's mm. he will die from shellfish so he hasn't been able to get a vaccine yet um <clears throat> but yeah he said the first like four days and he has got respiratory issues already too he said they were fucking terrible and then, like, day six oh. or seven, like, things got significantly better. But, I mean, just hearing it firsthand, because uh, my mom's been in close contact, but she hasn't actually gotten it yet, but she's also vaccinated. Yeah. Um, and then I knew people, like, before the vaccine came out who had gotten it, like Q, my old roommate, and he was, that's very staticky. Oh, it's my phone. He, uh sat in his room for like three days couldn't even get out of bed or go to classes and he's just mm-hmm. hacking and coughing and he's like i he's like it hurts to shower yeah, yeah. I, w- I wanted to uh i found an article the other day that was a nurse talking about the seven steps of covid like from when you get it to like if you die all seven steps and like what it feels like and it's like that's something that people ignore mm-hmm. or like they just don't they neglect it too much is like not just, like, catching it and, like, the political aspect of, like, oh, am I going to get it? Is this just a scam? Is mm-hmm. this all fake? But it's, like, 
if you do get it, it's fucking hell. Yeah. It's they, like it's literally like you're drowning for like weeks until you die. And it's like if you think about it, that's like terrifying. Oh yeah. So it's like it is terrifying to get it. And the people when they they might say like I'm not scared of the virus. This is just and like oh this is like nature taking its course. If I get it, I'll develop immunity. If I die, so be it. That was God's plan, blah, blah, blah. But when they actually get it and they're that sick, it's like you can tell those people are like terrified yeah. on their deathbed. Well, and that's another thing too is like getting a ventilator put in is one of the most like it obviously saves your life to to for most cases, but one of the most traumatizing things that a person can get done medically Ew, really? Oh, it's fucked. I'm sure it's horrible. Yeah. It oh, terrible. it's so the amount of people who, because like, I've known, I think probably four or five people who've had tra- uh, the vent been put on a ventilator, and they basically do a trachea and put a tube in, and then you cannot breathe on your own. And when you wake up for that first time, and it's not you breathing for yourself, mm-hmm. they say it's one of the most terrifying fucking yeah, experience. Dude, like you crazy. literally like half time people have to get sedatives because that's how bad you they're pro- freaking out. You probably have anxiety because yeah. your body thinks you're not breathing yeah. and you're suffocating and even though you, you but you're staying breathe. a lot. It's like that uh like scary like concept of giving like uh, getting a ch- like terrible surgery done and they give you the medication and you're paralyzed and they think that you're passed out but you're actually awake yeah, and yeah, you can yeah, feel yeah. all yeah. the pain. It's like that anxiety. But all right, here listen to it. S- seven stages. Stage one, you've had debilitating symptoms for a few days, but now it's so hard to breathe that you come to the emergency room. Your oxygen saturation level tells us you need help. A supplemental flow of one to four liters of oxygen per minute. minute. We admit you and start you on antivirals, steroids, anticoagulants, or monoclonal antibodies. You'll spend several days in the hospital feeling run down, but if we can wean you off the oxygen, you'll get discharged and you'll survive. So that's stage one. Already sounds like a terrible time. Yeah. Stage two. (laughs) Already. Stage two. It becomes harder and harder for you to breathe, quote, like drowning. Many patients describe the feeling like drowning. The bronchodilator treatments we give you provide little relief. So it opens your bronchial tubes or something so you can actually breathe. Your oxygen requirements increase significantly from 4 liters to 15 to 40 liters per minute. Little things, like relieving yourself or sitting up in bed, become too difficult for you to do on your own. Your oxygen saturation rapidly declines when you move about. We transfer you to the ICU. Wow. That's stage two. So do they also do ECMO when you have um, COVID? Like if so ECMO? ECMO is when they take the blood basically out of your body. Oh, yeah, and then they put oxygen in it. And then pump it back in that's your body. That's one of these stages, yeah. Okay. And so it's like, like it's like dialysis kind yeah, of. Yeah, it is. Except that's really hard. Your, yeah, they're literally taking like, I think it's depending on how bad it is. Once a day, your entire blood, like the entirety of your blood, will get filtered out of your body, go through the ECMO machine, get oxygenated, and then put back. So you're basically losing all the blood. At you some have. point in the day, all your blood is going to be out of your body. Well, I think, not at uh, once. Yeah, but not at once. At but some yeah, point. At like, some point. Yeah. Once a day, depending on how bad it is. Um, that's what they yeah. were doing, which is another topic we uh, we can discuss at a different time. The whole um, the black market carts are back. Yeah. And over there's been five confirmed deaths so far, and I think 500 people have gone to the hospital for the t- black market tainted THC carts. Oh, really? The government's blaming mm-hmm. it on vaping again. So oh. they're making it vaping illegal. They're trying. Mm, they're to. trying to. Um, all right, stage three. You're exhausted from hyperventilating to satisfy your body's demand for air. We put you on non-invasive, positive pressure ventilation, a big, bulky face mask that must be Velcroed tightly around your face so the machine can efficiently push pressure into your lungs to pop them open so you get enough of the oxygen it delivers. So it's like literally like... It's like a torture machine. It's like a... Yeah, blowing air into your mouth, like down into your lungs to make them... So it's like... A lot is of pressure. Like, is that like the iron lung? What that used to be? Didn't that was like all pressure that would help expand your body for your lungs so you could breathe? Obviously not the Maybe, iron lung, but, but yeah, that just sounds know. yeah terrible. Yeah, this big mask that's just like an air compressor, basically. Yeah, running just right down your throat, constantly going down your throat. Um, stage four, your be- uh, your breathing becomes even more labored. We can tell you're severely fatigued. An arterial blood draw confirms that the oxygen content in your blood is critically low. We prepare to intubate you. We're, uh, if you're able to, and if there's time, we will suggest that you call your loved ones. This might be the last time they'll hear your voice. Oh. 
We connect you to a ventilator. You're sedated and paralyzed, fed through a feeding tube, hooked to a Foley catheter and a rectal tube. We turn your limp body regularly so you don't develop ulcers, bed sores. We bathe you and keep you clean. We flip you on the stomach to allow for better oxygenation. We will try experimental therapeutics. That already sounds fucking terrible. And there's three more stages yeah. left. No. You're, yeah, they paralyze you and everything. Yeah. You're just literally just like, you can't, you're helpless. Yeah, you can't talk. Not breathing on your own. You have a catheter. A and, rectal tube. Yeah, a rectal tube. You literally cannot move. And who knows, like, what your mind is like at that point. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're, you're awake. You're going to go to, I have to imagine, I'd you're going to go to a very a, dark place. I'd say, put me I'd in be a like coma. this, yeah, I if I get to stage here. four, make that stage eight. Death. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's so crazy how much you can put the human body through. Right. Because, like, even people who, like, I know people who have, like, choked on their food. And that being one of the most traumatic things they've ever gone, like, actually fucks them up, like, PTSD, because, like, that's such, like, a, mm-hmm. it's one thing to, like, cough and, like, choke, but to actually have a full blockage for mm-hmm. any amount of time is super fucking scary. So imagine this, which already sounds a hundred times worse, because not only can you not breathe, you can't move, you can't talk, you can literally do nothing for yourself. Yeah, and you're like, going through in your brain, I'm going to die. Yeah. No. It reminds me of a video I saw online the other day of a guy who has, he goes into an elevator with a little glass jar full of like some kind of cleaner that he made for his car. And for some reason, while he's in the elevator, he de- he decides to check to see if it's flammable. And he lights oh it on fire, God. it lights on fire, and he flips out and like blows it out but he spills some and it falls on the floor and the entire elevator just is up in flames and he's in this little trapped elevator and you can just tell like the panic as it starts to like spread he's like there's nowhere for me to go yeah and he ends up uh right when the door opens like he's panicking the whole time but from the smoke inhalation he passes out right as he's stepping out of the door and passes out like with just his shoulder out and the elevator door closes hits his shoulder opens up then he wakes up and then leaves but it's like if that elevator, if he didn't like make it that centimeter, yeah. the elevator door would have just closed and he would have just died. Yeah. Or if it was like was unconscious thirty years ago when elevator doors were at one point in time, I don't think the door had to be fully closed; it could still go up and down. Oh, yeah. oh god, yeah, that's yeah. But it's just like you could just watching it, you could feel that panic of like I just I can't believe like I went from I'm going to go clean my car with this cool little concoction I made to like oh shit I'm. I'm going to die. And what? I mean, obviously there's a there's a part of like very much so he's responsible for that. Why would you ever check to see if something's flammable? One, inside of a building, but two, in such a confined... It's one thing if People you're out in your yard. Yeah. Like, if we're outside yeah, like, in your yard, like, oh, let's see if this is flammable. But yeah. what? Like, that'd be us, like, literally getting into the shower and making it to where we literally cannot get out. And then just like, let's light this on fire and see if it blows up. Maybe yeah. it's like the ADHD that's caused by like having cell phones where you're just so bored and his hands are full and he's just like, hmm, maybe it's flammable. Like you just yeah. can't just like be fine for like the, worst the part elevator is, ride. Yeah. You know, I can see Dylan doing that. Yeah, <laughs> totally. That's the worst part. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is this flammable? Like oh, the guy, that's why he needs Alex. There's a guy <laughs> who like, him. for some reason was lighting, used a lighter to see because he couldn't tell if his like gas pump was all the way in his car and so he used a lighter i I think he used it to like see because it was dark no and then obviously it lit on fire and then he pulls it out because it's on fire and it's just a flamethrower that he flung right at his like wife or girlfriend and she lit on fire yeah yeah, yeah, i've seen that and he runs away and it's like dude you're a dumbass because you did that and then she gets caught in the crossfire no pun intended and then you just run away and you're just safe. Yeah. That's like dick. the amount of videos you see of like when people are starting a fire with like the gas can and then they light it and then the gas can's not far enough away and then they just start spitting. And it's like you don't you don't spin with it because you're just going to keep adding fuel all the way. Just throw it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Like, my God. And I did something that was kind of that stupid once when I was on my bike trip and I had a little uh, <laughs> stove that I made out of a can. Mm-hmm. And so I used heat, H-E-E-T. It's like yes, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is. It normally used just to like for like to be flammable. But anyway, I'd put it in there and I'd light it. And I don't know what I did, but somehow I accidentally lit the entire bottle of heat on fire. Oh, shit. And I was on a picnic table and it was just the bottle, which is extremely flammable and flames coming out of it. I just go, ah, and then it just went out and it was like a birthday cake. <laughs> that was it. I was just like, 
What if that was like a grenade and it just exploded <laughs> in my face? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember how I did it. So I guess, I don't know, we can all be the fools sometimes. But Oh, yeah. But I feel like that yeah, isn't... That was an accident. Is, that, yeah. Yeah. All right, anyway, stage six. Wait, did we go over stage five? Yeah, that was the one where uh, you... Wait, no, I don't we think didn't. we did five. five. Okay, stage five. Some patients survive stage four. Unfortunately, your oxygen levels and overall condition have not improved after several days on the ventilator. Your COVID-infested lungs need assistance and time to heal. Something that an ECMO machine, what you're talking about, which bypasses your lungs and oxygenates your blood, can provide. But also, our community hospital doesn't have that capability. If you're stable enough, you'll get transferred to another hospital for that therapy. Otherwise, we'll continue treating you as best as we can. We're understaffed and overwhelmed, but we'll always give you the best care we can. So yeah, that's when it comes into that we're over, like, exhausting all the resources. That and, just and may not even have the fucking the means necessary to give you the treatment that you need. And if you're not stable, mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to move you. And that's where it gets to the point where you're actually like affecting other people too. Like that's affecting you in the way that you're already affecting other people. Like the Facebook post I made about my aunt, mm-hmm. she had gotten really sick. She had to go to the ER at like three in the morning, and they treated her. They found out what was wrong, and they're like, "You need to, like, you need treatment." Like she's, uh, I don't know how old she is, but she's like very sick. She has, like, multiple infections. She weighs, like, 85 pounds, like, can hardly, like, talk and move. And they just said, like, but you can't stay at the hospital because we're full. Yeah. We have too many COVID patients. So you have to go back to the nursing home. And then the nursing home had an outbreak of COVID. But it's like you're affecting other people because you're using up all the resources. Mm-hmm. And so the whole point of my post was we have freedom, but as soon as your freedom is inhibiting the freedom of others or hurting others, then it's then we can put restrictions on your freedom. So if there's a pandemic and people are, I don't really support mandating vaccines, but I support mandating like masks and non-invasive things and people to just like spread misinformation, which is what bothers me the most is like, if somebody doesn't want to take a vaccine, it's like, I understand that a little bit more because it's like a medical, like some people might not want any medical shit done that they don't think they need. But it's like wearing a mask, like taking it seriously. That's another thing. Not spreading misinformation. Because it's like now the hospitals are full of non-vaccinated people. It's not full of vaccinated people. It's full of unvaccinated people. There's stats on it. Yeah. And now there are other people. Like there are doctors that are like getting PTSD. There's another article that I wanted to read about how like nurses are getting PTSD at the rate of people in the military. Mm -hmm. Because – and people don't talk about that Mm -hmm. because they feel like – like – I feel like I'm not allowed to say I have PTSD because then I'm undervaluing like the military because what they go through is so much worse than us, but they do get PTSD, which is just as bad and just as valid as anybody in the military. Well, anyone, anyone's version of PTSD, it doesn't matter where you get it from. If I mean, if you, if get, you get PTSD, it, yeah. I mean, it's a valid thing. And that's the other thing with like hospitals, especially being so over or just run down and exhausted is, I mean, back in the day they would do, you know, like 40 hour shifts. And then obviously people were like, oh, we can't do that to doctors and nurses because, you know, it's fucked up, one. And then two, you know, people are tired. They're going to make mistakes. So they mm-hmm. get rid of that. But now with something as big as this pandemic and be whether it be people leaving their job for their own health reasons, like I, I can't do here, be here, not wanting to get the vaccine. So you're leaving your job. You're leaving so much work for so few people that just. Being yeah. exhausted in and of itself while trying to work, like, yeah, our like, job. How can we make their lives easier? Yeah, like... Get the vaccine. Even when I'm tired, I don't want to go to work. Wear a mask. And I'm not even trying to save people's lives. Yeah. I'm just going through some shit. Right. And when I, but when I'm tired, I don't want to do it. So imagine being a nurse where... And, like, dealing with traumatizing experiences every day. Yeah. And then not even just COVID. On top of it, you could get a gunshot victim right you get a car accident you can mm-hmm. get a burn victim so you're adding on even more stress mm-hmm. when you're already spread so thin yeah it's not like the covid people are easy to deal with yeah. either it's like it sounds like it's just as bad as like a well, car accident. oh yeah and there are doctors that are saying that um i'm not going to they're not like er doctors but they're saying i'm not going to take any unvaccinated patients anymore you know, like they're private like practice stuff or like, yeah, like private or? practice. So like it wouldn't be any kind of emergency and care, that, but people that, who just, yeah, they're just physicians. Yeah. That sounds bad. Like when you just hear it being said like that, it sounds really bad. But like, imagine like being so 
so tired of dealing with this all the time. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're fucking sick of it. They're like, I'm fucking done. <laughs> like you guys need to get vaccinated, so I'm yeah. Not they're like it's affecting my mental health because yeah, I can't. Exactly. I don't want to watch this happen anymore when it's easily preventable. So right. he's like, I'm sick of. I'm done with seeing people that are not taking an easy step to prevent something that is like like very harmful to my own mental health. Mm-hmm. And then because of that, it also like convinced people to get the vaccine because they wanted him to be their doctor still. It's like, fine, I'll get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And it's also just showing like credit, like a doctor saying like, it's that important to me. So it just shows, it gives the vaccine a little bit more credibility too. Mm-hmm. But here's some statistics. Um, uh, pre-pandemic rates showed PTSD in frontline workers varied from 10 to 50%. Um, right now, PTSD in among non-physicians, so that'd be like nurses, mm. is 49.5% and 36% for doctors. Um, rates of suicidal thoughts increase, and rates of suicide among doctors are more than twice the general public. Wow. Which also, and then like with military, it's like, 18 veterans commit suicide every day, which is what I want to get into. 22? 22 a day. And I want to talk more about that when we talk about Afghanistan. But it's just like, yeah, that's just as valid for these doctors. And they people think that they're fighting for our freedom and liberties. Like, I'm fighting for your rights. Stand up for your rights. It's like, no, you're harming other people. Yeah. It's no longer your right, you know? So... As long as, so when I, like, Joe Biden does the regulation of, like, these employees of these companies need to get vaccinated or get tested, it's like, well, I think as long as he's providing, like, a non-invasive alternative, and that sh- that alternative should still be annoying as hell, because who the hell wants to get tested once a week? Hell no. Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, getting tested wasn't fun. No. Yeah. At all. And they can also do other things, like, require vaccines for, like air travel yeah because the federal government actually has control over air travel so that's something they could actually do and it wouldn't be unconstitutional obviously everybody's calling what he did already unconstitutional but um all right anyway stage six is that where we're at i believe so right before you start stage six i want to point out because like you brought up the invasive ways to stop you know covid being masked i think it's insane how People can't make the correlation of specifically I saw of like Japan where it is culture there that if you're sick you either stay home or you wear a mask and even like yeah just a normal exchange, cold yeah even foreign exchange students you see at the college like if they're you'll see them quite often especially during the winter just wearing a mask and then so you see that and then you look at they have the highest life expense expectancy mm-hmm. out of the entire world. And it's yeah, like, I think it's really good. I think people should wear a mask just when they have a cold. Yeah, I think like, you should. I'm like, you can't, I, you can't not correlate those together. Yeah. yeah. Also, you I'd know? like to point out that the whole time we had to wear a mask because of COVID before we, they stopped the mask mandate, I never had a cold. And yeah. then we stopped the mask mandate and I didn't wear a mask at work for a couple months. And then I got like a really bad cold. Or the, the important thing is other people not wearing masks. Yeah, I like, know. It just, like, shows you, too, that it can help you, too. Well, and that's just, like, we had Like, some... I wonder if I would have gotten that if I was wearing yeah. a mask. When I had my sinus infection, I knew it wasn't COVID because, like, it was the symptoms for the sinus infection that aren't related to COVID. I was like, okay, like, but I, I obviously had a fever, stayed home. Even when I didn't have a fever on the last day, I was like, I still don't feel good. I'm going to stay home. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then the next day I felt significantly better. It does make better. you so nervous, though, because, like, I stayed home when I had that cold. Um, for one day and then I went back to work cause I was too nervous yeah. to take another day off because they get mad at you. Like See, I'm at the point where like and you get points and you don't get paid. I'm and... at the point where I don't care anymore. Like if I'm sick, I'm going to stay home. Yeah. But what if you're at the already over points? I'll contact benefits and be like, listen, I'm fucking sick. I know I don't have COVID, but I'm still sick. Benefits Regardless. is really difficult to deal with. If you no, haven't I've, dealt with I, them I have yet, dealt with them twice now. Like emailing back and forth with benefits, they're really salty people. See, the woman like, I got was quite rude. nice. Rude. When they, we got quarantined the first time, you're not allowed to like say, "I have COVID symptoms." You have to say like, "There's all these weird little like they're trying to catch you doing like lying or whatever to get paid," which I can understand them being worried that people are going to lie to get paid. But the other thing is, you can't get paid after your first time. But they're assuming it. Yeah. So it's like, 
Yeah, I you don't know. know. Okay, but, I want to make an important off of the Goodwill drama <laughs> of HR. Um, like an important distinction about people in Asia who wear masks is like they wear masks when they're sick. Mm-hmm. You know, and because if you say like if you frame it in the way of like oh you wear a mask and then you might not get sick it's like well people say well then if you're afraid then you can wear a mask but i'm not afraid yeah it's like no they're wearing a mask when they're sick yeah right and it's to prevent and that was the whole like the entire time it's you wear masks that you don't get other people sick america has a problem thinking about others yeah like they don't give a shit if other people get sick they don't give a shit if somebody else's day is ruined mm -hmm. they don't you know it's like they're so self-centered. Well, capitalism is an ideology of individualism. It's about thinking about yourself. It's about trying to prop yourself up. And if anybody else doesn't do well, it's because they're not trying hard for themselves. It's not about community or helping other people. What I also find extreme... Sorry, this is not relating to what you just said. I just thought about it. Is It's insane that... I get that... Well, Pfizer's now FDA-approved. Moderna's not, and Johnson & Johnson's not. But it's 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 crazy how there are things that are considered FDA approved that are like medical treatments that people you talk about on the daily, like chemotherapy, how fucked up that is for your body. But that's just a normal thing. Like people are like, oh yeah, chemo. Mm-hmm. But like I don't, and that's the other thing. I didn't even realize this, but do you know where chemo is derived from? Hmm. Mustard gas. Oh really? Yeah. So, like, think about that. If you know anything about mustard gas, fucked up for your body. Mm-hmm. They basically take the components and chemicals from that, obviously do some other things to it, and that's how they got chemotherapy, and you're just pumping that in your body. Yeah, to try to kill all those. Yeah. yeah I mean, chemo's terrible for you. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, people are like, I'm not going to get a vaccine. Fuck a vaccine. Don't know what it is. But then it's like, oh, yeah, my grandma's on chemo. And it's like, realistically speaking, or- <laughs> granted, we don't, there could... Here's the thing. Inherently, there could be 20 years from now, people will find out, oh, maybe the vaccine does cause something. Fuck it. I, I, for me personally, I don't care. I, re- I really, truly don't. Whatever. But, like, the fact that there's nothing as of right now to prove that, but there's other things that are so terrible for your body that are FDA approved. And, and they actual don't treatments. question and it. They don't, yeah. yeah, they it's just, just don't question this it. Is new. They don't question Anything it. new is like... But then to, like, harden their inconsistency even more is then they'll rush off and take fucking ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, something that's not actually FDA approved. Didn't Joe Rogan take ivermectin? Yeah. 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 And he told people that they shouldn't take the vaccine. He directly told people, if you're young and healthy, you shouldn't take the vaccine. But people were arguing. Then he got sick. What? People were arguing that it's a cheap and effective way. But it's like the vaccine was free. Free. Hell, and at, very at, effective. At one point, they were fucking paying you to get it. Yeah. I'm pissed off I didn't get paid to get it. Yeah, you actually get a net gain from taking yeah. the Hell, uh, They vaccine. have a problem with that, but then, too. In ivermectin, he, got, he was able to get treatment that normal people can't get. Like, yeah. he got ivermectin. He said, I threw the kitchen sink at it. He had treatments that, like, normal people either can't get or they can't afford. Mm-hmm. And also, like, ivermectin, people are taking the veterinarian version of it. Yeah, not the actual, and he's yeah. taking, he, I guarantee you, he got the human version yes, of it. Yeah, and that's and so it's like, too, is people don't know that there's a fucking difference. If it's not, if you're young and healthy and it doesn't matter if you get the vaccine because you're going to be fine, then why did he feel the need to throw the kitchen sink at it and then do other things? Like, he, you are harming other people by telling them not to do something and then, like, knowing that they can't do what you do yeah. if you get it. Yeah, that's just like, that's just like when you see other like billionaires or famous people they're like had covid beat it in 3 days i'm like you ha- like like trump you had the best possible medical help the this country has to offer yeah and then also another thing is if you notice there are a lot of conservative like radio hosts and stuff that are dying and saying i wish i'd gotten the vaccine but like conservative like mouthpieces but they're like local small time yeah. A lot of them are, like, dropping like flies. But if you look at, like, Tucker Carlson and, like, Sean Hannity and all the big-time ones, none of them are getting any, like, sick or dying because they're getting the fucking vaccine. Yeah. Fox has already, before the Joe Biden did that mandate, Fox News required the employees to get vaccinated or take a test every week. But they don't talk about that. Yeah. And if you ask them... Did you get vaccinated? They say, oh, that violates my HIPAA rights. Which, which it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. But it's like, obviously, if you didn't take it, you wouldn't be like, 
you would want to brag about not taking it. Yeah. They just oh, don't yeah. want to yeah. say that they didn't when they, they did want, yeah. in case it comes out that they did and they yeah. lie. And that's another thing, too, that I still pe- see people doing. It's so fucking annoying is quoting HIPAA when they literally yeah. have no idea what HIPAA actually is and what it protects you from, uh-huh. what it actually does versus what you assume it does because your fucking aunt on Facebook told you what it does. <laughs> and it's just it's, – it's insane. Or the, the congressman fucking – Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. She's the one that, like, start got it, like, yeah. as a big narrative is just, quote, HIPAA. Yeah. Or not quote it, just say the word HIPAA. Yeah, and it's not even, yeah, it's not, it's not how it works at all. Because, yeah, all it is is that, like, your doctor can't give out yep. your medical information yep. to other people. But your yeah. private employer can request, that's the same thing, like. And a journalist can ask you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not a violation of your HIPAA to ask, like, yeah. did you get this treatment? You that's can like, say no. With with Dylan, when he started his new job, he had to be up to date on his shots, or he couldn't get a job. Why? Mm-hmm. Because it's in health, a form of healthcare. Like he's around, yeah. and it, it's in no way, shape, or form a violation. And it's actually pretty sure he said it was mandated for, to even get that job. Yeah, and it's like, and he was one of the first to get vaccinated. Yeah, which is cool, mm-hmm. but he's a little wonky. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, one of the points you made about uh, um, whether like long term effects might show up. In yeah. the future, that's another just absolutely ridiculous thing that people are saying. Like when I get in arguments with people, they say, you don't know the long-term effects. There could be effects that show up decades from now. And it's like, so are you implying that we should wait decades? Yeah. Are you implying that we should wait generations? But the thing is, like, you have to look at the ethics of it. Like, if we have a vaccine that is obviously we don't 100% know what the long-term effects are until we actually get to that point. If we Which can is do like studies, years yeah, later. you have to not just look at the possibility, but you have to look at the probability. Yeah. If the probability is low that the long-term effects will show, that long-term effects will like notch or will we'll show happen. up. Yeah. Yeah. Then you would actually have an ethical issue of like, well, if we don't give people this vaccine that we know can be saving a lot of lives right now because we're not 100% sure about the possibility of a long-term effect, well then... There's an ethical issue of like, well, now you're actually, you know, you're costing these lives. Well, and imagine that and the new probability story. is much higher that you're going to save lives. Imagine that new story 20 years from now, if it was compl- if it was a, an alter world where they're like, oh yeah, it turns out the vaccine 20 years ago would have saved so millions of lives. The American people would be like, well, why the fuck weren't we getting the vaccine? Yeah, you, you know, it's it's just like you can't. It's a double edged sword that everyone's going to be not even a double edged so sword. You're going to be able to, to twist it however way you want to see it. And you're just ignoring modern medicine. Like yeah. when insulin was invented, should we have like not been poli- hitting that? The polio out? vaccine? Yeah. The vaccine isn't 100% new. Like that type of vaccine has been around for years. Oh, our, what is it, MRNAs? Yeah, yeah. I've been around for years. It's just a minor difference. So it has difference. been studied. It's like, yeah, it's like I think ibuprofen it, and Tylenol. It's like. I think it might be the first time the mRNA vaccine has actually been like approved. Yeah. But it's been in study. They just haven't had a situation where they've actually had to use that type of vaccine. Like, I think the Johnson & Johnson is the actual old-style, like, live virus vaccine. And then the mRNA is different. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'd like one of you to explain um, the booster. Because I see a lot of people who are smart um, question just the booster shot. Like, they have their vaccines, but they're still, like... I don't know why, anything about Why the do booster. we need to get a booster? Um, why do you have to get a flu shot every year? Well, it why can't you just get one really flu shot soon? And it'll be so eight months? Is the boost, you get a flu shot every twelve months? Is the and, sorry? Is the booster? What is the booster? Is it just another shot? It's basically the, just a third shot. Gotcha. And okay. it's just to, because with certain viruses, it's like why are some vaccines we get them? Why do I get the uh, tetanus shot and I only need that once every ten years, but I need an influenza shot every twelve months? Yeah. It's because you develop antibodies and either that virus mutates, which naturally occurs, whether it's in an atmosphere of like people being vaccinated or not vaccinated, mm-hmm. developing a certain immunity, because that's another like stupid ass talking point that people are talking about. Um, you develop antibodies and then you lose those antibodies or you might need to develop new antibodies for a new mutation of the virus. And probably just prominence and, too, like how often do you actually do something where like oh shit like do I have my tetanus shot compared to you can almost guarantee once a year there's going to be a time aka winter where the flu ramps up you know but you don't see anybody questioning that like yeah, why no. did I need the tetanus shot once every 10 years but the flu it's the same thing why do I need the flu shot every 12 months okay. but I need the uh 
COVID shot every eight months. It's like, I well, mean, it's a different type of virus. Yeah, yeah. It's highly transmissible and it's highly deadly relative to the influenza virus. So it's just a different situation. And they determined eight months is about when we're going to need another shot. Yeah. And I have to imagine, granted, whether you believe farmer's almanacs or not, this winter is supposed to be a very bad one. And especially with the Delta variant like, being so prominent. the Like weather-wise? Or like, yeah. Weather-wise. Weather-wise. Yeah. So, I mean... Really cold, a lot of snow. And so, just that adding on to people refusing to get vaccinated, the Delta variant. Like, I have to imagine COVID's going to have a pretty big fucking spike this winter. Yeah. Yeah, unless people get I wonder vaccinated. if we're going to get shut down again. Like, I'm so curious. I Like, I don't in the know. winter when it yeah. gets If people get worse, vaccinated, then no. But... I I have to yeah I have to imagine once those numbers really start to rise again, which I, in my gut I I'm like there's no way they're not just with the, what because there's only what 177 million people who are vaccinated right now per CDC. Uh, sounds about right. Yeah, so it's like, I think when you take was it 350 odd million, 177 people are vaccinated, so roughly half. I think they said right now the current number is one in eight people are going to get COVID. So I mean like. Yeah, and with the Delta variant um, compared to the first, like the original COVID virus, yeah. the original one, you were likely to—I can't remember what the term is—but you were likely to give it, give it if you had it, to one to two people. Like, yeah, that was the average. The Delta variant, it's like eight to nine people. Yeah, and you're what seventeen times more likely to end up in the hospital without the vaccine. Mm-hmm. People think that the vaccine is just is the cause for this virus to mutate. Uh, well, there's a very easy way that you can refute that by saying the Delta variant emerged before we started doing the vaccines. Yeah. It just, so the the mutation occurred before the vaccines. And if you take any. Or before the vaccines were widely administered. Any high school biology class, you learn that all diseases and viruses can fucking mutate on their own, whether it be you've been vaccinated or you have taken anything. Just in the fucking the, the, the yeah, environment. So the, they think like, oh, well, either way, it's going to mutate and it's going to get it's going to get these, more people sick. So why get the vaccine at all? Also, aren't these people more likely to be creationists than evolutionists? Wouldn't they? It's like if you don't believe in evolution, why do you think things are mutating and hash, evolving? Hashtag God's plan. <laughs> yeah. So God's just creating new mutations. Yeah. So it's your because, God. So it's a punishment you. for the virus or the vaccine. It's a punishment believe... because of how liberal we are. Mm. Oh, I just can't believe how bad the world is right now. I just, I, I think it's insane when you look at numbers from like the CDC, and you can crunch them down, and, and I just feel like all signs. And granted, here's the thing: is if you don't want to put something into your body, that is your choice. You know, but it's 100%. how you are you taking it seriously? Are you spreading misinformation? Are but, you and that's the other wearing thing. a mask. What else? What are you doing outside of getting the vaccine? That is being a responsible person mm-hmm. in regards to COVID, you know, because wearing a mask, you know, it's they like, think that the government is lying to us well, and yeah. that they're trying to kill us off. And the vaccine is, you know, they have yeah. all these conspiracy theories because they don't trust the government. And I understand why you don't trust the government, but science is not the government. Yeah. Some, I mean, it's interwoven in some ways and it's not in others. Right. And it's like, that's like, I, I got in a lot of argument. I, quit Facebook and then Lily got me back on and I got in a few arguments and she showed me not sorry yeah you can't like no matter what if you show any proof they just say science is bought and paid for um Mm -hmm. they make up the numbers Mm -hmm. and so I, I just say like all right let's let's not talk about like what a scientist said what a doctor said what a politician said let's just look at the actual objective scientific studies and they can never provide any studies and if they do if you look at it, the conclusion almost never, like, shows what it is that they're saying. Like, there's this one person I got in a fight with, and uh, the point that she was making was that uh, the report, there's the VAERS system, which is how you report adverse effects when you get a vaccine, mm-hmm. and that most people who got adverse effects were not reporting them. So the actual number of adverse effects reported right now is actually 1% of the total, like, real number. But then if... So then she's like, so that means that... She said, that means that the number of deaths caused by the vaccine is only 1% of the real number. So if you say, like, 200 people died from the vaccine, that's only 1%. Of so, the real so that's, is. like, what, 220,000? Yeah. Is the real, but I looked at the study, and I said, 
What this says is that adverse effects aren't reported. But if you look at the VA ERS system today, they, it can be reported by uh, the the person themselves. It can be reported by a family or friend. Mm -hmm. It can it's reported by doctors and hospitals. So if somebody has an adverse effect that requires hospitalization or death, that is reported. Yeah. What's not reported is when I had a sore arm after my first shot. Yeah. Or like my. Like so the, that's the one percent number. The yeah. deaths you can't infer or you can't extrapolate from that that the deaths are like really low. So what you're saying is a total manipulation of this study. So mm -hmm. even when you cite a study, it doesn't support your yeah. point. Because that was like I think. Um, my the, the first shot, I felt fine afterwards, which a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, this is usually the second shot. The second shot, I think the second day, I had a pounding headache. But other than that, my arm really didn't even oh. – or no, I think my arm swelled up a little bit. But I was like, this is something that I was told already. So I don't yeah. think this is an adverse effect. This is just, hey, this is one of the things that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know what the, whatever the definition of adverse effect yeah. even is. Yeah, it's I, like maybe like severe headache or nausea throwing up, maybe something like that. And I – yeah, I like – I just assumed like let's just – give her as many of the fucking cards as possible. An adverse effect is any effect. Yeah. A headache, mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. So it's like, but yeah, if it's an adverse effect, does that just mean an effect that wasn't something that we would expect? Yeah, because I even feel like they even said, like, what? I think they said you could run a low fever. Mm -hmm. You could have headaches. Your arm's going to be sore. Um, Nauseous. Nauseous. Yeah, so it's like, here's... Does, does does that count as mm. an adverse it's an, effect? Or? It's an undesired yeah, harmful effect resulting from a, a medication. So, a headache. Yeah. It's an un, undesired harmful effect. But if effect. you're told, like, this th thing has a... Yeah, that would be considered a mild adverse effect. Gotcha. So, th then they uh, categorize them. Gotcha. So, it's it's basically a symptom or a side effect. Gotcha. Which almost all... Not even almost all medicines have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, when you look at, like... A fucking bottle of ibuprofen for the side effects. You're like, oh wow, diarrhea. Oh wow, throwing up. Like, do people actually honestly like? What's the percentage of people who actually get those? But I'm not gonna be like, I'm never taking this ibuprofen again because I got the Hershey squirts. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, okay, it's medicine. There's gonna be, there's gonna like a lot of my asthma medication growing up had adverse effects. Did I ever get any? No. And it's like, mm -hmm. but I'm not gonna say, wow, I got a vaccine shot in my arm and now my arm hurts a little bit and sore the next day. Almost like every other shot I've ever gotten, adverse yeah. effects. I mean, I got I got really sick after my second shot. Oh, I really? was like very sick yeah. for like, but it was like 12 hours. It hit me like immediately. I was sick for like eight to 12 hours and then it went away. Like in one hour, I went from like fucking terrible to like, I feel perfectly fine. Damn. And so I was like, I knew that was, that's what yeah. was expected. If you haven't, had COVID, I think the second one's supposed to be bad. Yeah, and I was like, if it gets worse, then I yeah, I might have to like go to the hospital or something. But it it basically was exactly what they said would happen. Yeah. Guess you guys are little bitches because I was fine for both of my shots. Mm. Well, no, I, I had I Pfizer mean, too. Here's the thing: is I can't, I'm not gonna complain. Like obviously, I had a headache and that sucked, but that wasn't something that I'm like, oh, woe is me, the end of my fucking life. Like I expected it. Like I literally got the second yeah, one. Yeah, and I'd rather not get COVID and go through those stages. Oh yeah, I would I'm much rather. Scared of that. Dude. Look at the adverse effects of chemotherapy. That sounds horrible. Death. So should I'm we? Scared yeah. of chemotherapy. That sounds horrible. <laughs> I feel like more people die from chemo than the actual. That's way more itself. harmful like, yeah. than yeah. vaccine. Yeah, chemo is literally like you're killing yourself, but you're you just hoping that you kill the cancer body. before it kills you. Yeah. yeah. We're just gonna kill everything. Yeah. We just hope that the cancer like dies first, and then we can stop, and then we'll be like, "All right, sorry for the." And then you're still to, gonna like, be basically kill you. Your, but... your body's still gonna be fucked up for the rest of your life after that. But yeah. we'll be able to give you some medicine to hopefully make it better. Mm -hmm. Really uh, expensive you, medicine. You guys, oh, yeah. guys want to hear stage six oh. of seven? Jesus Christ! It the gets pressure, worse. yeah, the pressure required to open your lungs is so high that air can leak into your chest cavity. That's not good. So we insert tubes yeah. to clear it out. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're basically puncturing your lungs because yeah, we have right this. Here. Yeah, like ah. it's like we're trying to fill a tire, but it's your lungs, and then we pop. It's it. like leaking out. Yeah, yeah so then they have to put in tubes God. to get it, get that air out of your chest. Yeah. it's so got stuff going in, stuff coming out. Kind of like when a cow, like that can happen with a cow. Their their internal bellies can distend and get air in, and they literally like will walk up with like. Granted, there's more sanitary ways, but like there's I've seen like people just with a screwdriver just bop and just let the air out. And it just goes right back down. Uh huh. Uh, your kidneys fail to filter the byproducts from the drugs we continuously give you. Despite diuretics, your entire body swells from fluid retention, and you require dialysis to help with your uh, renal function. So now your blood is being removed for the oxygen. Mm -hmm. It's also being removed to be clean 
yep. because your, your lungs kidney. aren't doing the thing, and your, yeah, and your yeah. kidneys aren't doing. Oh, the and by the way, you're at probably half a million dollars right now in medical bills. Yeah, that's. Do they still pay? Does the government still pay for treatment? I could. I not thought they weren't because paying for think, treatment at all ever. Uh, I think in the very beginning they were. Oh yeah, but, maybe they, actually I don't even know. Don't but what they, they should do if they want to fucking really get people, because what what do conservatives love? Their money. Mm-hmm. Tell them that if you're vaccinated and you get COVID and you have to go to the hospital, we we'll cover everything. everything. But if you're not vaccinated, Ooh. you pay for everything. Well, that also that also I saw a uh, it was a, a Twitter poll and it was like if you knowingly choose not to get the vaccine, um, and you're. It, I, I, the the question was posed in a weird way where it was basically like you it was proven that you were one of those like this is a hoax type thing then when you get covid and you need that life-saving thing when you go to a hospital the doctor be like yeah yeah sorry so it's saying like turn you away be consistent with your yeah. beliefs around yeah. modern medicine if yeah. you think that you sh- that we shouldn't be putting vaccines in our bodies because we don't understand what it is then also turn away the modern medicine when you get sick and you need to go to the hospital yeah i mean i un- it's, it still hurts to hear that a doctor would be like, I don't want to treat you because you're not no, no, vaccinated. They, because they, they have to okay. help people, like, no matter, they sign that oath mm-hmm. to help people no matter what. what yeah, yeah. Whether they're, no matter their race, their religion, their, you know, you can't discriminate not, anybody. You're helping a human body. That's your job. They're not turning away anybody in need. These are just like primary healthcare physicians. Oh, so okay. it's like, you got to come in for a physical or oh. like you have whatever. Okay. But it, that's it's much yeah. better. No, no, they can't turn away anybody in need. That's a yeah. That's a and then okay. if it's like a private practice, they can do whatever the fuck they want. But right. there are that's another argument though is there are a lot of people like surprisingly saying we should turn away anybody that needs uh, healthcare because of vaccines or like private practice the, wise or like the actual health like system. the ER like ICUs like we shouldn't yeah, be giving them bad. ICU and, or what it's the triage argument. What should we do when you have somebody who came in with, you know, they were on a motorcycle and they got in an accident and they need an IC intensive care unit, but you have somebody who's unvaccinated who's in that intensive intensive care unit. Mm -hmm. People are saying, if we need that's if we need it for something else. If I had to pull somebody off of, yeah, well, no, no, but that's the argument is do we pull them off because what they did was preventable. But then you could also say like, well, driving a motorcycle. Is also dangerous. Well, at that rate, they'll look higher at higher risk. Uh, I don't. I don't remember what it's called, but they base, like if if it's one of those situations, uh, they do it a lot for um, like when there's uh, organ transfers. Like say there's two people who are qualified, they'll look at the life expectancy. Yeah, like, triage. Well, it's called right? something else. Is it like when they look at who's more likely to survive? Yeah, but it's not called add, triage. It's, a, it's called something else. But yeah, they take. It's, yeah, it's like you just factor in all these different yeah, and things, it's an and then you make your decision. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you'll have to you'll have That's to start doing so that on painful. a bigger scale. It's I feel like bad for doctors. Sounds awful. Yeah. Yikes. And then the people wonder why they're fucking having terrible PTSD yeah. and you know all this other fucking crazy yeah. shit. But then you can also fact like when you're looking at all the different like the life expectancy, all these things, you could factor in. Well, this person, what like during a pandemic, they didn't take a vaccine. Mm-hmm. They're less likely to survive than this person who's vaccinated and. You know, like they're making smarter decisions. And so when you fact that all, like, do you just factor in that part? You don't say, like, because they're not vaccinated and they got COVID, we automatically kick them out. But do you just, does that become one of the factors? Does that, like, change the algorithm? Like, do you throw that in the algorithm? I don't know. I mean, I I think you would have to pertain to specifically if the person who's unvaccinated is in there for covid complications yeah for covid yeah, yeah, it would yeah. be for covid not just because they're unvaccinated no like or they're like in for they covid get to a car accident and then and they're unvaccinated no no right. yeah it wouldn't be that yeah. it would be like they're unvaccinated and now they're in an icu because they caught covid yeah well it's just, it's like that's another just ethically moral question of like what the fuck do you do because we're i mean we're gonna see it again with hospitals just getting overrun and they're gonna at, at, sooner or later probably a little bit later, once winter really hits, they're going to get to the point again where they're like, we're fucking full. We literally cannot take anyone else. Yeah, like, we are right now. Like, at a lot of places. Well, it's going to get w- worse. Like, yeah. like they're, saying we're full. they're saying we're full now. And they're going to but... blame it on Joe Biden. And they're going to say, oh, you, oh, if masks work, why is it still not getting better? It's like, you guys have been fighting so it every much. step of the way. Yeah. It's like, I remember seeing pictures of them fucking doing fucking, what was it? Um triage centers outside of hospitals in like their ambulance bay and shit like that having just you know 40 fucking patients outside yeah because like 
we can't ethically we can't turn these people away, but we quite literally have no room. That's so sad. Um, all right, here's the rest of stage six. The long hospital stay in your depressed immune system makes you susceptible to infections. A chest x-ray shows fluid accumulating in your lung sac. A blood clot may show up too. We can't prevent these complications at this point. We treat them as they present. If your blood pressure drops critically, we will administrator vase vasopressors to bring it up, but your heart may stop anyway. After several rounds of CPR, we'll get your pulse and circulation back, but soon your family will need to make a difficult decision. Uh, stage 7, the last stage. After several meetings with the palliative care team, your family decides to withdraw care. We extubate you, turning off the breathing machinery. We set up a final face FaceTime call with your loved ones. As we work in your room, we hear crying and loving goodbyes. We cry too, and we hold your hand until your last natural breath. Yeah, yeah and then at that point, you're like suffocating to death. It, yeah, but, you're literally just... Until yeah, you, and then people are saying breathe. they didn't die from COVID. They died from their heart stopping or, you know. Yeah, they... It's it's like saying, well, people often don't die from influenza. They die from pneumonia, you know. You don't... So I don't know, yeah, if it's considered dying from COVID or if it's like if your lungs fill up with fluid, is that that's considered pneumonia? So is, are, are they dying from yeah. pneumonia? Whatever. That's the other thing that really fucking pisses me off is comorbidities. The comorbidity argument. Yeah. Somebody got in that with me. They said, well, you know, only 6% of people who die from COVID don't have other comorbidities. So that means, or no, 94% have comorbidities. That means only 6% of COVID deaths, that's the actual number. So when they say like, you know, like 4 million people have died from COVID. Yeah. But then it's only actually 6% of that number. Yeah. But then they don't like if you have a serious respiratory issue, COVID's only going to exacerbate that. So it doesn't mean you didn't die from COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. Obesity is a comorbidity. Yeah. If you're obese and you die from COVID, but you're saying that if, if somebody is obese, they get COVID and die from COVID. According to that logic, that person didn't die from COVID because they had a comorbidity. Yeah. Here's another interesting statistic is that 95% of the world has at least one chronic illness. That means if every single adult in the uh, adults in the world, if every single adult in the world died from COVID because 95% of them would have one chronic illness, you're saying they didn't actually die from COVID, only 5%. So basically so, so that would be like if I were to die from COVID, they would just blame my asthma. Yeah. Oh, no, got... yeah, you it's impossible for you to die from COVID because they would just cite your comorbidity. Yeah. As That's not, what I'm saying. It's but not it's a COVID not, It's not like uh, the water in my lungs or the feeling like I'm drowning or my blood not getting enough oxygen or me needing to put, be put on ECMO or my kidneys, you know, not no, being able to fill their... None of that, that. It's none of that. That's from COVID. It's your lungs were shitty And then if birth. they say, well, if they... There was a... Um, <laughs> so dumb. Somebody I work with who was like, asked me, like, do you know anybody who died from COVID? I was like, yeah, my uh, co-worker's dad just died. He's like, oh, well, how old was he? I was like, like 50. He's like, cool. He was probably a smoker, right? I was like, no. Yeah, like they always try to find. Yeah, it's one of those trying to find something else, so looking hard. for something. Yeah. Yeah, so they'd be like, "Oh, probably had like asthma or something." If it was like you, and I'd be like, "Yeah," he'd be like, "Well, there you go." It's unfortunate, but it was the asthma that did it. Yeah, but it wasn't the COVID. That's the thing that, like, I, I like you should just hit him back with like, "Okay, so what's the statistic before the pandemic of people dying from their asthma?" Yeah, do you think he would? have? And yeah, that's another thing is if you actually look at the statistic of, like, there's a stat of. How many people would die? You just look at all of the previous data. Mm -hmm. How many people are would die this year if there's nothing like weird going on? Yeah. And then you can look at how many did die. You can you can look at that additional number and say, well, that's because of the pandemic. Yeah, so when that matches the COVID deaths, yeah. that gives credibility to the COVID statistics. There's a reason why things – there's a word yeah. called correlation. And there might be sometimes when like – Maybe sometimes somebody died in a car accident and they had COVID and they listed it as a COVID death. It's like, yeah, when you're talking about these massive of statistics, there are going to be fuck-ups. There's always going to be outliers. But there's also ones that weren't counted. Yeah. Like, it was undercounted. It's been overcounted. But it's just like the uh, fraudulent votes in the election. It's oh, like, yeah. There might be some fraud like fraudulent votes, but it is not the big issue that you're making it out to yeah, be. Yeah, like there's been fraudulent votes literally in every election that, I can re that I've yeah, been alive for. It's not like you putting a magnifying glass on it and saying this changed the outcome. Yeah. No, this doesn't change the severity of the pandemic because some hospitals might have inflated their numbers because of like bad practice of saying, mm -hmm. well, they had COVID, so we counted as a COVID death. Yeah. If that's true, it, 
I it could be true, but it's just not the issue that they make it out to yeah. be. Yeah. No. And, and then I, they say like, well, if they lied that way, then why do we think they're not lying other ways? Yeah. And that's now I can't win. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's just one of those things where like people are always going to try to twist it to fit their narrative, but they don't want to actually look at like like I said like how many people. Granted, like if you're younger or older, I'll get I'll give it to you. Like you you could have an asthma attack, and it could be a reason why you die. But especially in this day and age where there's so many resources for asthma, whether it be an albuterol inhaler, uh, the fucking big albuterol machines, the Advair, all the medicines that you can take. Like, I had terrible asthma as a kid and took medicine throughout, and then I haven't had to use my inhaler in almost three years. And obviously, you can grow out of asthma and stuff like that, but if I were to die, are they just, uh, oh, asthma. Like, yeah. No, it's like there's literally the things that you just read off. Even if you're a, a normal, completely healthy human being, will fucking kill you. Yeah. So let alone if you do have something else, but the COVID is going to make that ten times worse. Mm-hmm. It's not. Oh, it was the asthma. It was literally everything that, and just the stress on your body in and of itself of going through that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, just it changes. It changes you. Yeah. Not just like anatomically, but psychologi- psychologically, it fucking it fucks you up. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta take a piss, so let's take a break, and then we'll move on to the next topic. Okay. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. 